So I want to share this mindset shift that you can take if you want to go from one-to-one to one-to-many. Okay, so maybe you are a coach or a consultant and you're working with your clients in a one-to-one capacity. And obviously at some point we realize that's not scalable, probably not sustainable. If you want to go to the million dollar mark or beyond or even a really high multiple six figures, uh, we probably know that it's going to be near impossible um, unless you have some really, really secret special little technique or strategy It's going to be pretty difficult, right? Because one-on-one coaching, consultant, or done for you is trading your time for money. No matter how you look at it, no matter how we slice or dice it, we are trading our time for money. And that can only go so far just by yourself, right? You are one person and you only have so much time in a day. And there's only so many clients you can serve and calls that you can do, right? There's only so much space that you can hold effectively, Um, for your clients in a one-to-one capacity, in any capacity, right? Like even one-to-many. We're one human, okay? So there's a mental shift that is going to need to happen. If you want to go from one-to-one to to a one-to-many more leveraged um, group group program model in your business, and there's a couple of things I want to share with you that you might want to write down that you can start to shift right now because when I'm talking to coaches in my community, um, colleagues, friends, clients, the things that I'm hearing coming up about their resistance and hesitation to a group program, they're just not true at all. They are so not true. Um, Some of them just kind of make me crazy because they're absolutely not true. And I want to talk about that because I want you to have a shift right here, right now listening to this, I want you to write this down because you're 25% more uh, likely to actually do the thing or get a result or a breakthrough from it if you actually write it down. Um, So I want you to grab pen and paper and I want you to start to just kind of jot down what comes up for you as I talk about these couple of things and shifts that you can take right now listening to this so that you can make a shift from one to one to one to many and it feel fucking amazing. Okay absolutely aligned and amazing. So the very first thing is we have this idea that a group program serving multiple clients at once, it means that there will be no lack of intimacy and there won't be any personalization, right? So many coaches tell me, I'm so used to doing one-on-one. I'm so used to working directly and specifically with each and every individual client How would I create a program where now I'm going to go from this one-to-one intimate personalization to this one-to-many? How can I do that? Or is it even possible without sacrificing or losing the one-to-one intimacy and the personalization that comes from one-to-one coaching or consultant, right? Here's the thing. Everything comes down in your one-to-many into a one-to-many group program, everything is going to come down to the structure and the systems. It's all about the design and the delivery. It's how you structure your program, right? Like you can structure your group program any which way you want, but they're not all going to produce the results that you want, right? 
In 2021, I shut my whole business down. I didn't take a break. I shut down for a whole year and took a different venture. And the reason, well, not the only, but a big part of that, and I've talked about this on my podcast multiple times, but a big part of why I did that is because even though I was creating um, multiple, a high multiple six figure with my pro, with my group coaching program. I had 30 plus clients that were doing anywhere from 250 to a half a million dollars in under a year with me in my program. And I had an, my dream team of five. Um, my business on the outside looked fucking phenomenal. It looked like I had finally like got there and inside it was, it was so awful because, um, I had designed and structured that program to be 100% dependent and reliant on me. And I had created so much um, access in that program and just the way that I was leading in that program. So I want you to think about how you lead your clients. The way that I was leading my clients in that program um, had created a massive, and I mean massive, amount of client codependency um, massive customization and customization, meaning I was literally reinventing the wheel and recreating and privately coaching every single client. So 30 plus people in that group program outside of the structures of the program, meaning outside of the Facebook group, outside of our group coaching calls, outside of our, um, like group workshops and masterminds and different things we were doing outside of all of that. I had clients sending me DMs, emails, Voxers, one-on-one sessions, all kinds of like private, customized, like outside of the curriculum in the program um, that to the point where it was not sustainable and I started to resent the program and the clients. I had a lot of people in there that I should not have allowed in that program. um, So I didn't do proper placement. And so... um, I probably had about 50% that should have been there and about 50% that shouldn't have, not exactly, but somewhere around there. Um, And it literally, it put me into such a a place of like business breakdown, bottleneck mode, burnout, exhaustion to the point where it was like, I can't do this anymore. And typically we call that burning it down and building it back up. And I don't usually recommend that because I feel like we can always just make some changes and get you out of a hole that you dug yourself into. But at the end of the day, I personally was just at a place for so long, like three years of that, that I, I felt like at that time I dug myself so deep, I didn't know how to get out of it. So, um, you know, I just wanted to share that because I want you to understand that you are the owner and the leader of your business. your Each offer that you have is a business model. If you're trying to create a bunch of business models all at one time or um, on top of each other and none of them are really like sustainable or profitable or scalable, my recommendation is to focus on mastery of one thing first. And so that that's just something I want you to be thinking about. But this idea is like, you're in charge. You're the person that's creating these programs and these offers. You're the person that's leading them and designing them and delivering them. And you're the person that's putting the messaging out there that's calling in the people that you're bringing into these programs. So you are creating your experience. Let's just be very honest and very real and raw because that's just literally who I am. And that's what you probably expect from me. But like you're creating your experience. 
100%. Nobody else is doing this. Um, it's not even your clients doing this because you brought them there. So this is your experience, right? And the cool, on the flip side of that, the cool part is you're in charge of it, right? It's kind of like the, the good and the bad because it all comes down to you are responsible. You're in charge. That can be good or bad depending on how you choose to look at that, right? Um, if you don't like your situation and you've kind of built yourself into a little bit of a, a breakdown or a kind of bottleneck mode or like you're not super happy with your business model right now, then you probably look at it like, ah, oh, that's bad that I'm in charge because I'm not doing a good job. Um, but the, the flip side of that, so again, a little shift here, is you can change it, right? You can change it right now today. Like, you could change it. So that's the cool part. You are in control and responsible. So if you don't like it, change it. So when we think of a one-to-many, you literally are the creator of that. So if you want to bring in elements that personalize it and bring in that level of intimacy, right, then do that. That's how you need to design it. And then you need to lead it and deliver it that way. It's really that simple, okay? My recommendation, because everything is going to come down to, to how you structure it and the systems in it, so the design and delivery, you need to design and deliver a structured and approving group program curriculum. So like a methodology, a process, like step one through five, one through three, or, you know, ABC or one, two, three, or my framework, my system, my process, a proven, you need to have a proven and a structured curriculum, because it's not just about um, the content that you deliver, it's the organization of the content, write that down, that one is a, you can take that to the bank. It isn't about the content that you're giving your clients and delivering to your clients or sharing with them, it's the organization of the content that you give them that is going to determine how successful they are or not, because I don't care how much content you create in your program, Uh, Less is definitely more, and that's where we want you to go. But I don't care how much you create in your program. If your clients can't come into that curriculum and consume it, implement it successfully pretty quickly, they're not going to have success in your program. So it doesn't matter if you're overstuffing your program with everything under the sun that you've ever learned in your whole life because you think that's what gets people to buy, which it doesn't. At the end of the day, if they can't get through it and actually implement it to have success, it literally doesn't matter, okay? So your design and delivery of a structured and a proven curriculum that is shrunk down and simplified and organized so that your every client can come in, consume it, implement it successfully, and have an exceptional client experience, that is what creates the intimacy and the personalization. Now, obviously, there's other elements we'll bring into your your program. But I'm just talking like this is the basic stuff right here that if you just shift these thoughts, these beliefs that you have that are not true at all because you're in control of this. It gets to be, look, feel, do all the things however you want that to be, period. End of story, okay? So that is number one. That is the first shift we need to have. Now, if you've had an experience, because I talked to a few people this past week who said that they understand what I'm saying, but they've had really bad experiences in these group programs. And again, I'm just going to say the same thing. That's because that is the way they designed and delivered and led that program. You cannot take 
one experience or even a multiple, even multiple experiences, and then make that a story about this is the reality of all programs. That's just fucking silly. It doesn't even make sense. You can't blame other people for like other experiences that you've had. Um, it's ridiculous. And you're you're just going to really miss out on a lot in your business, in your life, for opportunities, uh, for new experiences. It's silly to say, well, I invested in another program or even a couple of programs and those ones sucked and I didn't like the experience and they did all these things that you're saying they don't need to do. Okay, point proven because that's how they designed and delivered it. That doesn't mean that's how everybody designs and delivered it. Now, what I will tell you is the vast majority of coaches today have no fucking clue. And I don't mean this in a bad way. I say it with love, but they just, hey, we don't know what we don't know. There's a lot of shit I don't know either. But I'm just going to say it. The vast majority of coaches, they don't have a clue how to design and deliver a structured curriculum inside of a one-too-many program that delivers an exceptional, this is actually one of my my uh, teach-ins in my programs. It's called the exceptional client experience. It's literally a methodology that I teach. And most coaches today have no clue what that means. They think like, I'm going to give you lots of bonuses. I'm going to give you a, a discount, investment discount. I'm going to give you access to me in some different ways. I'm going to throw in these 50 courses and these 3000 downloads PDFs that you can just like swipe and make a million dollars. I'm just going to give, 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 give all this stuff. And hey, I'm going to throw you in a Facebook group with the other hundreds of people and you guys can like go, ha- go at it and have a blast. And you know what? We'll hop on some sessions from time to time and we'll do some shit there. That is what most, the vast majority of coaches, they think that's the value in a group program. Fucking not even close. It's actually the complete opposite. So that's the thing that I want you to shift right now, right away. Not just the idea of you creating an exceptional group coaching program, but investing in them as well. It is an experience, period, flat out, end of story. And not everyone knows how to create an experience that's exceptional. Okay, so that's number one. The second thing, this is the other thing, is that you think that you're the only person that can serve and impact your clients. So when I talk to to coaches, they they say like, okay, um, the, the people that join the program are going to want access to me all the time, always for everything, because I'm the expert. They're joining the program for me. I'm the star of the show. I say that super sarcastic, guys, but like seriously, you're not. Um, But this is what we think. No fault to our own. I did this too for a long time. Is like I was really afraid if I created a group program and I wasn't the star of the show, forget it. All my clients were going to be like, this is not what I signed up for. Want my money back. I'm out. Right? And I would lose all my clients and whatever. But this is a ridiculous freaking idea. (laughs) I don't even know who came up with this theory, but let's just be real here. There's not a soul on this planet that is a know-it-all, okay? If you think you're the only person in this whole big wide world that can help your clients and they don't need anyone else, they don't need anything else, they don't need another perspective, they don't need another um, suggestion, another point of view, If you think that, that's just really completely like thinking in a vacuum. That doesn't make sense when we say that. 
okay? You, if you believe that your clients expect that from you, like you are a genius, you have all the answers, you can solve all my problems, um, you, you're the only person, then you're kind of missing the point entirely. Because in a one-on-one container, yeah, it's you and this other person. So they might have other mentors because you're not a genius, None of us are. None of us know the answers to everything and can help our clients do all the things they want to do. That is a ridiculous idea. That is not even possible. And so the whole point of a one-to-many is community, culture, collaboration, co-creation, elevating conversations. I'm going to tell you this right now. Your champion clients, they want to be in a one-to-many program when it's designed properly and delivered properly and structured properly. Because here's the thing, nobody, nobody wants to be the smartest person in the room. It's fucking boring. And the problem with that, there's no conversation to elevate you. You're the elevator, right? Like you're the only person showing up with contribution to the conversation and you're not actually getting anything out of that. And then you want to, when I speak to like people in my audience, When they feel like they're in a program and they're the smartest one, they feel like they have to shrink themselves down and like not take up so much space because they feel like they're hogging, right? Like, let's give someone else a chance. And so what I want you to understand here with this, with what I'm saying is you don't even want to be the only person that can help your clients. Like they need to have the community of the other members in the program. You need to bring maybe, you don't have to, but another cool idea is bringing in other experts on things that maybe is not your zone of genius or that someone is better at than you. Okay, let's just get over that idea. But there's people far better than us in certain things out there. (laughs) We are not the top of the world star of the show, best out there uh, for everything, right? So we all have our specialties. And so in my group programs, I bring a lot of outside experts in to teach on certain things. And I'm not saying bring people in just for the sake of it, like really connect and get to know your clients and really, really, really get clear on what you want, the culture in the community of this program, the vibe, the energy, the values, all the things that you want inside of a culture of a one-to-many, and then decide and identify who else do we need to bring that into this space. So that comes down to maybe outside experts. That comes down to how you lead and most importantly, what type of clients you bring in this space, right? One bad egg can ruin it for everybody. You've got to be picky. You've got to have a qualification process and you need to bring the right people into the space so that it is in alignment with what you're trying to create for your clients and you're keeping them protected and safe in that space. Okay. So done is the day where you're the only person, as long as you make an appearance and you show up in that program where you shine, the impact is going to be far more than you being the go-to for everything. Right. I can show up in my group program once a week and my clients will get so much value. They don't even feel like they need me anymore. Like for the re- for the whole week, right? Like they're off to the races. They feel inspired, insightful, inspired, uh, empowered. They feel motivated. They feel um, like they've had breakthroughs. 
in the time they've had with me because I'm not exhausted trying to be the go-to for everything and everybody and across all my programs. I am only showing up where I shine best and I'm bringing other people in where they shine. And I'm allowing my clients to also co-create that community and that space and culture as well. So it's not all on me to do this. Okay, I'm the leader, so I need to, yes, I have to set these structures, systems, foundations in place, and then I need to show my clients how to do this. But I, my clients don't come to me for everything, okay? And they don't expect me to have all the answers, and they would be very bored if I was the talking bubblehead all day, every day, all the time only, okay? Um, so that's number two. We can just get rid of that right now. The third thing, and this is kind of the final thing, but this is like the third thing that comes up is one to many. So having like a one to many group leveraged coaching program is just too much work. Number one, what the hell do you think entrepreneurship is? Uh, let's keep it real here. It's work anyway. It's you're already working hard anyway. Um, and you're going to keep working hard. Like, where is this idea coming from that it's not hard or that it's easy or there's something easier? Uh, at the end of the day, we're all working hard. I don't care what kind of model you have. You're, we're all working hard. So let's just eliminate the idea that this isn't going to be hard. Um, if there's anyone that tells you that this is not hard, it's not complicated. Business isn't complicated. It's very fucking simple. It's like three steps. Business is not complicated, but you're fucking right. It's hard. Absolutely. There's no one that's at the top that's that unless they're lying to you, that's going to say, oh, yeah, you know, easy breezy cover go getting here. Easiest thing I've ever done. Easiest thing to maintain it. Like I'm on a beach living life like no bullshit. Not even a thing. Not even a thing. There's moments of that. And there's definitely periods and seasons where you, you know, you, you have a rhythm and a momentum where it's pretty simple, but if you're growing, scaling, evolving and expanding in all the ways, I'm going to tell you right now, you're working hard. So let's just get rid of that. And here's the thing. When, when people say this to me, it kind of makes me chuckle a lot. Okay. Not a little bit, like a lot, because the truth is I'm going to tell you what's hard. Starving and not having enough money to feed yourself or your child that's fucking hard. Um, I spent five years on welfare as a single mom living in government assistance. I was uh, housing. I was collecting $363 a month of food stamps. And that was to feed my son and myself for an entire month. Um, and I can tell you right fucking now, there were more days than not that I literally starved and went days and days and days without eating because I didn't have enough money to. It was me or him, and obviously I wanted him to eat. Um, I also grew up in extremely neglective, abusive foster homes for the first eight years of my life. And I'm going to tell you right now, across every single one of them, uh, I was locked in rooms that I had to pee in the corner of the room because nobody let me out for days. I starved for days. That's fucking hard, okay? Um, Also... It's hard being the best kept secret, right? That's really hard work too. That takes more effort to be your best kept secret and to hide behind whatever you're hiding behind and pretend you're someone you're not and to like dummy yourself down or, you know, dim your light. Like, I think that is harder than fucking shining and just doing the thing, doing the damn thing, right? Like, 
that seems way harder. And if you look at business, being in constant creation mode in order for you to drive hundreds and hundreds of leads into like automated funnels and pay thousands of dollars in ad paid advertising every single month just to make that happen and to even maintain it, to me, that's hard. If you're the type of person who builds a business model, and look, I love all business models. They all work while they work, right? It's all good while it's gravy. Um, but those things come to an end, all right? Look at all the changes with Facebook. Look at all the changes with advertising. Look at all the algorithm changes. Look at all the control and the rules. Uh, people are fucking leaving Facebook. Are you kidding me? The, at the end of the day, these things that we are using that are out external sources, so tools, resources, systems, strategies, all external of us, come and go. They're called trends. <laughs> they come and go, right? There was a time Skype was the, the next best thing. There was a time the instant teleseminar was a cherry on the top. It was, the, it was actually the whole ice cream. Um, there was a time where, you know, there were certain platforms that were the thing, and now they don't even exist today. Um, so let's be real. If we're building a model where everything is based on, I'm going to have passive this and passive that, where I'm not actually in the business, there's actually no human in the business. Uh, we're just going to create an automated thing. We're going to stuff it in a system. We're going to pay thousands per month on advertising and we're going to drive God knows who every lead we can possibly get to that thing. And we're just going to keep doing that and keep doing that and keep doing that for the rest of our lives so we can make millions of dollars but not have any, like, human interaction. And the problem with that is, number one, what happens when that doesn't work anymore or your Facebook account gets shut down or Facebook just goes away in general or the vast population doesn't want to be on it anymore, so they're not. Um, what happens when it just gets way more expensive for paid advertising than it is right now and those things start to go away and become unaffordable and just absolutely insane to pay? Um, in my opinion, everyone needs to have an organic strategy, even if you are doing a paid strategy. You still need organic strategy. You still need to build relationships and have human connection and be a trusted advisor or you're not, you don't have fan, brand fans. You're not going to have fans that are going to follow you across the world and across the nation as these platforms come and go and these strategies and these sexy little overnight trends come and go and people want different things. No one's following you if you don't build these relationships and you're not seen as a trusted advisor and an expert, a sought after go-to person at something, right? You're just kind of like a business owner who makes a different course every eight weeks and teaches one tactic or two tactics or strategy or something like that. Um, that's all good and fine. I'm not saying like whatever. Um, but let's just be real as the, even the people creating those, this is what I want you to take away. Even the people building that kind of model, they're not investing in that. You don't see these million dollar passive teachers, right? Who are teaching, throw money at ads into a passive course that has no human interaction in it and just do that. Those people teaching and leading that, they're not investing in that self-study courses through a Facebook ad. Do you know what they're investing in? High level year-long masterminds with culture, co-creation, community, elevating conversation, experts, um, all of that, right? 
transformation, support, being in the room with people that are smarter than them. That's what they're invested in. That's not what they're teaching you, but that's what they're invested in. They're not invested in a passive $800, $2,000, $1,000, $500 course that they found on Facebook ads. Okay? So what I want you to understand, what I want you to understand is you get to choose what feels good for you. I don't think any of it's good, bad, right, wrong. I have my own way of doing business and it's worked for me for the past 20 years and it works for my clients and it feels good for me. It just, I like it. It works for me. I enjoy having leverage, but I also, okay, with leverage and scaling and a bigger impact and income, I also really love human connection. I actually like to get to know my people. I actually like to build relationships with them. And I actually like to be part of their experience and journey to their transformation in my space that I've created. I actually like to be part of that. So you have to really figure out what you really want. There are people that just want money. They want to make millions of dollars and they want to brag about it on social media and then sell you into a course on how they made millions of dollars that they don't need to be part of or very, very minimally, if at all. And they just want to throw money at ads because they don't have to do as much you know, effort of, of showing up and getting in conversations and building relationships. They just throw money at ads, right? Passive. And stuff people, hundreds of people into these courses. And then they go online and they say, hey, I've made a millions, millions of dollars and here's how I do it. And that's what they want. That must make them feel good. That would not feel good for me because I'm not in business just to make money. Okay. Um, I think that, you know, there's been plenty of times in my business where over the years of me growing my revenue and scaling it, I think each time I've scaled it, I felt like, wow, I can't believe I'm here. Like I'm making this kind of money, but I'll tell you what, when I lay my head down, it doesn't make me feel fulfilled. It's not like, oh, okay, I don't want to work anymore. I just want to like hire people to post all my content, run ads to like a passive thing and call it a day. Um, I would be bored as fuck if I'm going to be real. And I would feel completely unfulfilled because for me, I want that human connection. I want to build relationships with my clients. I want to be part of it. I want to experience it with them. I want to be there through that journey. And I'm going to tell you at the end of the day, technology comes and goes. Strategies come and go. Um, Tactics come and go. Platforms come and go. There is one thing in all of our, in the whole world always that has been the foundation to successful, profitable, scalable, sustainable businesses. And that is relationships. I don't give a fuck what kind of business you run, brick and mortar, online, offline, um, health-wise, personal-wise, business-wise, financial-wise, love-wise, I don't care. Across the globe, for all of time, the reason, the foundation and the reason for successful, sustainable, profitable businesses is the relationships they build with their customers, period. End of story, no matter how you look at it. So if you're not doing that, and that's not incorporated in your programs, in your offers, in your strategies every day, you know, we'll see where you are in a few years. But as things change, people want this more and more. 
nobody, everyone knows the funnel. Everyone knows when they click on the ad and they hit the page and it upsells them to this or downsells them to that. Everybody knows when they're being put in that funnel. Okay. Um, everybody knows. And more and more day by day, people want less of that, especially, and I'll say this, I say this lovingly, champion clients, meaning highly skilled, successful, accomplished, um, audacious, um, empire builder type people, um, those types of, of champion high level clients, they don't want a course, right? Like even the people teaching you that don't invest in that. Like they're over that, right? Like the courses are more for people that are newer and they're like coming in to learn different pieces and elements of business, or they're coming in to learn a specific strategy, like a webinar or, you know, how to build a course or how to do one-on-one coaching or how to sell or whatever, um, or personal wise, health wise, whatever, or it's people investing to touch up on something, right? Like to, uh, sharpen their skills on a specific topic or area, okay, of their business. Um, it, it, it's not high level champion clients that are invested in courses. And I'm going to tell you right now, all the people you're learning how to do passive anything from, none of them are invested in that themselves anymore. Maybe at one point, I promise you, they're in high level masterminds. I know them all. They are in high level masterminds. Um, and, and there's a reason for that, right? So just, I again, there's a shift for you. You can work really hard at constantly creating something new to sell or constantly, you know, trying to keep up with the hustle of like, oh my God, I got to tweak my ads because, or tweak my ads because, you know, Facebook advertising sucks right now. Uh, oh my God, we're paying 10 times more every month on ads than we were and we're not getting good leads anymore. There's a lot going on with that. Huh? You built your business around that. So that's the, the con of that. Um, or you're filling up your programs and you're like, oh my God, to maintain this money, I need this many sales every single month coming through and oh my God. And I just prefer to create a client for life, right? I prefer to sign a client at a multiple five figure mark for six, 12 months. For me, it's 12. And I would rather have them come and renew with me for one to three years, one to four years. Some of my clients have been with me for four, um, one to four years and renew and ascend into my programs for a minimum of a year at a time and then refer their amazing juicy clients to me. And I prefer to, to go for that quality because I don't need as many. Um, I prefer to go for that quality and to focus on building relationships. And if anyone tells you that social selling organic and building relationships and DMing and all of that is time intensive and it can't be scaled, the reason they're saying that is they've never done it so they don't know what they're talking about hire people to do it for you. Everything I teach is about 90% delegatable, meaning it is systematized, streamlined, scalable across any platform. You can literally just build it and then delegate it out to someone. So instead of putting money towards technology that's out of your control, you put humans, give the money to humans, right? Help them go feed their families and pay their bills. Give money to humans that can do a better job at those things that's how you scale it. I'm not sitting in the DMs all day. I have someone doing that. I'm not doing that. But it's being done. Relationships are being built. Conversations are being had. And investments are being made. It's just in people instead of technology so that there's that level of human connection. And I'm going to tell you, people want it. People want it more and more and more all the time. 
Okay. So I just wanted to kind of say that I wanted to just like, let's have some shifts here and think a little differently. And even if you've had experiences in the past, look, we all have, we all have, I've had experiences, bad experiences in high level programs, as well as passive in courses and all the things. And you learn, there's not really a bad experience. Like you learn from it. And how do you think I have learned to create what I'm creating in this beautiful space and experience? How did I get here? Through going through, go, by going through a lot of shitty programs, okay? And also working with a lot of multimillionaires because I spent the last five years in the companies of multimillionaires that are leading and dominating the coaching space. And I've worked on their sales campaigns and projects and their coaching projects and their program delivery projects. And I've been behind the scenes of all of it. And I'm going to tell you right now that straight across the board, these are the same things everybody's having is the vast majority of coaches don't know how to deliver and design and structure a group program. They just don't. They think it's stuff everybody in there and like give them a bunch of shit. And that's not the point. So even if you've had those experiences, I just want you to understand that is opportunity for us to create new experiences, to be thinking about the gap in the industry, right? That's how I create my programs. I look, go look for the gap. How do I do that? I go join these high level programs and I look for what's missing. And then I go create it in my programs. I add it. That's why my programs are phenomenal because that's what I've done, right? For like the last 10 years, I've invested in super high level group and mastermind programs. And I've gone in and experienced it as a client. And I've said, what did I love? What did I not? What's missing here? What could do be better? What can we get rid of? And then I, I bring that into my own programs. And so that's part of our jobs, right? Like I don't always invest in mentorship and coaching because I need something specifically. Sometimes I want to experience the experience, right? And um, that way I can, I can firsthand um, see what ways I can improve my programs hands down. I do that all the time. And so for me, um, if you've had an experience, so what we all have take it as it was a lesson learned. It was an opportunity for you to see what's missing in the industry and what, where we need, need and can do better. And then go use that as leverage, go leverage that. That's what I do. Um, I'm thankful for all the experiences because damn, have I learned some things and been able to leverage that in my own business. So, um, I just want you to know that you you know, you can't take one experience or even five and make it everybody's because they're all each individual. And it always is going to come down to how the person leading the leader of that offer or program is designing, delivering and structuring that program, period. Um, and so hopefully this was helpful. It was kind of just a impromptu rant that I wanted to come on and kind of riff about with you guys. I definitely didn't plan on going at 38 minutes here. But um, if you are listening to this, and this is landing with you and resonating, and it's perking your ears up just a little bit, has you kind of like leaning in a little bit, like, okay, I'm listening, my ears are up, perked up, I'm listening, I'm leaning in. Um, and you're a coach, and maybe you are in a one-to-one, -one, that's what you're doing. Maybe you are working one-on-one -on -one with your clients, coach, consultant, done for you. And you really want to add this leverage offer and um, income stream to your revenue, but you have some of these reservations and probably some others, um, or, and, or maybe you already have, you have a booked out one-on-one. -on -one, so your book's solid with that. You got that in the bag. You know how to sell that easily. 
and your clients are getting great results and you are starting to build out or maybe you already have a group program, but it's just not going the way that you thought. And some of the things we're talking about here today, maybe this resonated with you and you're like, oh, I see where maybe I'm doing some things um, where I could be doing things differently or making some improvements in my program that would give me a better experience for me and my clients. Um, so maybe you wanna like redesign your group program. Um, in any category, if you're in one of those, I have a free workshop kicking off Tuesday, um, next week, Tuesday. So we're going to kick off May 31st. We're going to go for just four days. So June till June 3rd, um, we're going to go noon Eastern, uh, on zoom. There will be limited time replays for anybody that gets registered just so you know. Um, but I'm doing this free workshop and, uh, I'm actually going to be walking you through those four days. Um, I'm going to walk you through my high ticket group signature, uh, framework, my group program framework, where I'm going to show you. How do we design, launch, and deliver an exceptional group coaching program that puts you competitionless, sought after in your coaching space, and it leads champion clients to recurring big wins? Because that, by far, is more important than you making money, is your clients having recurrent results. And so there needs to be things in your program to, to allow for that to happen for your clients. And so... I'm going to walk you through all of this and we're going to be on Zoom. So it's going to be interactive. We're going to do some breakouts. We're going to do some co-working. We're going to have some good Q&A and conversation back and forth. That good old human connection I'm talking about, um, right? I could slap this all in a recorded 45-minute webinar and send you on your way and automate you down into my funnels. But uh, we want to connect. So we're going to be doing this live, um, interactive and by far, everyone's going to walk away with nuggets and value and breakthroughs and different perspectives. Um, be, it's going to be very insightful. It's going to be educational. It's going to be empowering, inspiring. Um, it's going to be a good time. Okay, we have um, just over 100 people already signed up and registered to go. Um, and we'd love to have you if this uh, is something that's on your radar and this is speaking to you. Um, so if you are interested in that, just send me a private message on Facebook or Instagram. Um, if you're listening via email, just email me. Um, just reach out to me. If depending on how you're like viewing and listening to this, it could be, there could be a link above or below. Um, but in any case, send me a message. I love, I will chat with you personally in my DMs. Um, send me a message and just let me know, Hey, I want to get registered for your upcoming workshop. Excited. Sounds amazing. And I want to be part of the conversation. Um, so if that is you, I can't wait to talk to you and connect with you and see you started next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a really good time. Um, and I'm excited. So, um, all right, guys, I hope this was insightful. I hope this was helpful. Share your takeaways below. Um, and I hope to see you in the workshop.